Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I'm your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, I'm, I'm staying dry, uh, and I've got food in, in the pantry and in the refrigerator freezer, so I'm good. Didn't you say it, was no. gonna, it might snow soon over there? Oh, yeah. To, to catch yeah. anyone up, there's been a huge chain of storms that have come up from the Gulf. Uh, especially out of Louisiana um, and pushing northeast. I'm right in the center line, dead center in the middle of that storm path that's been moving through. It's been raining nonstop since Monday afternoon, uh, the 3rd. It is now the 6th here. Four days it has rained nonstop, like literally not fucking stopped. Uh some days were heavier, some were lighter, but it's gotten to the point now where everything around here in my county and surrounding counties, like my county borders Kentucky, uh, it's two counties removed from West Virginia, uh, three counties away from Tennessee, two away from North Carolina. I mean, it's like little tiny, you know, that little triangle of Virginia down on the yeah. southwestern side flooding like a motherfucker here today woke up this morning and it's just like school's closed oh shit why are they closed and i was like oh it's been raining non-stop i bet it's starting to flood start looking at facebook pictures of town like two feet of water in the fucking streets um there's been mudslides like there's a small community about 20 minutes away from here it's an unincorporated community just very small place um, so there was a landslide behind 16 homes. They had to evacuate their residents out of 16 different homes and move them to an emergency shelter. There are, and we live in the mountains, you know, I'm on top of a ridge. We're good, but there's a lot of river. There's a river, not two miles from here, like a major crossing. And this is the only road in or out. There are places where it is underwater by at least one, two feet of water in places. Uh, so some of these small towns, they cannot get out of their town. Like they can't make it to a grocery store, this or that. So we're lucky we were actually, Misty was actually able to make it to the grocery store this afternoon when some waters receded from uh, the road, the only road that leads into the grocery store <laughs> in our town. <clears throat> But yeah, the, it started raining harder again and built it back up. It's it's bad here, man. So <clears throat> they declared a, a state of emergency. Like, so it's it's no. fucked. That's yeah, that's dude. Uh, you know, I I, I don't want to see anything bad happen to anybody. Um, but yeah, the problem is we're also in higher elevations. Like I'm. A couple thousand feet above sea level. Uh, the temperatures tonight are supposed to drop 
to sub-freezing temperatures, and this is supposed to convert over to snow by 5 a.m. So That's not fine. only has it flooded today, you get a bunch of wet snow coming in, start laying down on the cold, wet ground, that shit's going to pile up fast. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting to see what happens this weekend. Yeah. Other than that, I'm great. <laughs> so... I don't know if I've ever told you, Josh. Uh, a long time ago. <clears throat> in a galaxy far, far away. Thank you. Uh, God, when did John Wick 2 come out? Uh, this sounds like a very left-field Larry sort of thing. but there, Two, mean, three years ago? It, it, 2017, maybe? Uh, 2017. All right, there you go. Um, I had just gotten back from, uh, a trip to North Carolina, mm -hmm. uh, and I went to go hang out with my buddy, Andy. Mm -hmm. We went to see John Wick too. After the movie, I decided to walk down the steps with my phone in my hand. Oh, I remember this. My uh, sandal got stuck on the stair. I started to tip forward. I went to grab the railing, but my phone was in my hand. So it just slipped off the fucking railing entirely. And I went tumbling down the stairs hard. Mm -hmm. When I got up, everything was fine. I was a little sore, but no, no, no joints were hurting. At least I thought until I got into the lobby. And then my left shoulder was unbelievably in pain. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I remember um, this. I had full motion of it, so I knew it wasn't dis, uh, dislocated. Um, but it could be I, a partial separation. It might have been from what I from what I've I've talked to people about it like since then. But what it probably was, it dislocated for a second, or it got like uh, it it pushed to the brink of dislocation, but then went right back into into its spot, which is basically a sprain. Uh, and that was that, that was the other thing is I went to urgent care eventually and they were like, it's a spray, <laughs> but you know, all they did was like, can you move it here? Can you move it here? Does this hurt? So whatever. But, uh, it eventually went away and the only time it would ever hurt over the past few years was when I would like the, when it was cold, it was kind of like if, if you had arthritis kind of pain sort of situation, Yesterday, door dashing, right? I get out of the car, and in the hot bag, I have a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, which is not really a Philly cheesesteak mm. sandwich because they, they used uh, they used not roast beef. Is it roast beef? They used? No, it's not roast beef. It's usually like shaved ribeye. Yeah, because this place uses this place is not a, the proper Philly cheesesteak. Besides, they never use che cheese whiz. This place doesn't have cheese whiz at all. Oh yeah, you got to use whiz. Um, but they they tout that they have the best Philly cheesesteak in California, and I'm like, that hurts my brain. Uh, the place is awful, by the way. My dad and I tried it; it's fucking terrible. Um, I got garlic fries, and I swear to God, it was more garlic than fry. It was ridiculous. 
Um, <clears throat> not that I hate a lot of garlic with my garlic fries, but it was like two thirds garlic, and I'm not joking. Anywho, I I get I digress. So I get out of the car and I go to take the, the you the you what you what I get out of the car. No, no, no. What'd you say? Anyway, I what? Anyway, I get out of the car. No, you tried to say a word and you're not wanting to repeat the word that you incorrectly used. I genuinely don't know. I don't know what I was. I think I you were trying to say I digress, but you didn't. You were like, I digest. <laughs> oh. Probably because like, I'm talking what, what, what was that? <laughs> I, I'm gonna say I, I, I'm, I digress, is what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry <clears> on. You got out of the car. I was like, I was like, I was like, I didn't say anything weird. I don't understand what he's getting. At. Oh no, you did. Uh, and the business that I was supposed to deliver to had a lip that was no joke. Like, I want to say two thirds of an inch off the ground. Like, it was not that high. Mm-hmm. But I didn't spot it because it was so small. And my my left foot hits it. I start to go forward. I go to take my other foot and catch myself, but it gets caught. Oh no! So I just go full. I just go forward. I fall. Um, you, you did not land on the sandwich. No, I tossed it in front of me. Good call. Uh, luckily it's wrapped in tin foil, so nothing happened to the food, thankfully. But, um, my dad was looking off to the to the right of the car. So I fell to the left of the car. He didn't see you fall. Nope, he just heard a noise. Right. <laughs> I then get off the ground, and uh, I did. I, I my shoulder wasn't hurting yet. Like, obviously, if you heard me talk about the John Wick thing, you know that this is where it's kind of going. Uh, but my shoulder didn't hurt yet. I got off the ground. I was more embarrassed than anything. But then I noticed nobody saw me fall. And as I'm standing, I'm at a standing position. I take a step towards the door after I've, you know, composed myself. And this guy walks out the front door. And he's just like, hi. I was like, hi. Uh, he totally saw you fall. He, I, I mean, he didn't say, are you okay or nothing. He just walked right past me. Like nothing had happened. Oh, well, it wasn't his sandwich. He didn't give a foot. Well, he didn't see me fall because the place, the business had like blinds up and the, everything was closed up. Like you can't see anything on the outside from the inside. So I just severely and sincerely doubt he saw me fall. He's got a video of you tumbling. He's probably got it up on Instagram right now. Watch this fat bastard tumble and throw a sandwich. If If anyone's on Instagram and sees that video, send it to me, but. I mean, I significantly, seriously doubt it. It'd be fucking funny. I'm not saying it wouldn't be. I just, I thought it was really interesting that nobody, including my dad, saw me fall. So I get, I deliver the food. I get to the car and I'm in a lot of pain. And I tell my dad, my dad's the kind of guy that he's just like, what happened? Are you okay? What, what happened? Like, when you're in pain, it drives me fucking nuts. Like, I'll stub my toe and I'm trying to like not think about it for like a second and just go, okay, I just need to just fucking breathe. And he's just like, what'd you do? I'm like, oh my God, shut up. So I get to the car and I just go. That, that, that's a parental thing, man. Like, well, I would, I would Madison's ever got hurt, my uh, my first thing is like, what's happening? Take off to see what happened. You know? Well, I would argue that this is, he does this with non- kids situation like he does it with he's done it with like uh his friends he did it around uh my mom like he does it with my mom it's ridiculous like he just he can't wait for a second he has to know immediately and it drives me nuts um 
And uh, carry on. Like there's, like I know you said it's a parental thing, but well, fucking Christ, well, in- instinctual for me. Like if Madison's ever fallen and gotten hurt, and I hear her start to cry, especially when she was younger, not so much now. I'd immediately yell out what happened and take off towards the sound of her cries. No, I get what you're saying though. Like, well, this is, this is I, I would I would be more like I look at you and say you okay, <laughs> and then just wait. You know. Yeah. Well, that's and that's it. That's just the thing. Is like I've been in pain in the past, and I'll yell "motherfucker" or something to that effect, and he's just like, "What happened?" And I'll be like, "I fucking hurt myself." And then there's like a pause, and he goes, well, "What'd you do?" Like, oh my god, uh, that's that's when you that's when you say I accidentally stuck a wooden spoon from the kitchen in my ass. Well, what do you think I fucking did? So, so today, so this this situation, (laughs) uh, I'm in pain, and I literally get to the car and I go, I'm in pain. Let me fucking relax and get in the car before you start asking me what happened. So he's quiet, and I chill for a second. And I, and I, and my shoulder's killing me. And I go, I fucking, uh, I, my foot hit a lip this fucking big. Did you trip? No, the, the fucking curb <laughs> called me ugly. So I decided to go face first into the pavement. He <laughs> wanted to headbutt it to show it who's boss. No, I literally said that to him. Like I literally yelled that out loud because I was so irritated at the moment. I was like, "Did you really just ask me if I fucking tripped when I just told you I did?" So he goes, "Jesus, I was just asking," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" I was so irritated. I was like, "This is not okay." But man, uh, stop, stop trying to fucking headbutt the pavement just because it called you a son of a bitch. I don't, I don't know, I don't know man. Well, how else you're going to learn? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yesterday, my the, the, the fall, essentially how I fell was uh, I landed in a, in a specific way to where the brunt of the impact was on my right arm, but somehow jarred my left shoulder enough to like exacerbate that injury from 2017. So it's been like, the past two days have been a lot of pain for me in that shoulder. Man, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it'll heal itself again. It'll go away. It's it's a sprain, essentially. It's There was no dislocation. There was nothing that needed to be popped back into place. But Did you did you ever have x-rays? I can't remember. No, no, no. The doctor the doctor essentially did a uh, full rotator cuff like examination. And he was he he basically was like, yeah, you just fucked it up a little bit. You, there's no break, there's no crack or nothing like that. Because if there was, you'd be in a lot more excruciating pain. He goes, I don't think that there's a necessary a necessary reason to go into a uh, X-ray situation just because my dad was saying X-ray. My dad was like, X-ray, do an X-ray. And he was like, it's not necessary. It's going to cost you money for one and B. I don't think you need it because you can still use it. It just hurts like a sprain. And he goes, he goes, if it still is in this amount of pain, like a week from now, come, come back and we'll do x-rays. And a week from then it was like, it was basically gone. Now, was this an orthopedic? No. Yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I think you may have had something lingering there. 
like I had a class four separation. No, what in what my I'm saying, shoulder. Okay. What I'm saying, Josh, is that is that it it literally I heard it, rested for a day and a half, thought I could go back to work. I couldn't. Went and saw an urgent care doctor. He examined it, said, if it's not gone within a week, come and see me. It was gone within a week. Like there was no pain at all. I, I remember though, like I remember you were saying something about work not clearing you off of light duty because you didn't have a release from the doctor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I know I know that it's it's nothing more than a sprain that was just a hard sprain. And because I'm older, like I'm past thirty when it happened, like my body's just not gonna heal as if I was a kid. Period. Like, this is going to be an injury I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Uh, but it's already better. Like, it's already feeling better well, than it did yesterday. I mean, it's not like they're cutting it off or anything. Let's not be extreme here. I just and don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a goddamn x-ray situation to have them go, it's just a sprain. Like, this is I, the difference I don't, between... I don't know how much x-rays cost. Uh... uh uh, this is the difference think, between like my dad and my mom, right? By the way, is that I'm very much like, yeah, I'll go see a doctor about my shoulder, but if the doctor goes, yeah, I don't really need an X-ray, I'm like, okay, cool. Whereas my dad would be like, X-ray now. Where my mom, on the other hand, would be like, you don't even need to go to the doctor. <laughs> so, gotcha. I'm right in the fucking middle there. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's flooding here. You fell. Yeah, February's uh, feeling great. better. Oh my god. I don't know if any of our listeners watch football. But I had to go to the I had to go to a Super Bowl party. And I live in California, as most of you know. And almost all of my friends are Niner fans. Well, uh, uh, San Francisco was less than what? Just over an hour away? Uh it's about two hours. Two hours? Oh, was it? yeah. No, okay. I'm sorry. It's two hours with traffic. <laughs> I'll say that. Two way. hours with traffic. So yeah. on a given day, it's two hours away. But like with no traffic, you could make it in just over an hour with light traffic. Yeah, I think I've made it to San Francisco. If we if we take that's the other thing. I, you're not going to know what I'm talking about exactly, but um, there are two bridges to get to San Francisco. There's the Bay Bridge and the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge yeah, costs familiar. like. Right. You're familiar with the bridges, but maybe not the area so much. That's why I was saying it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From where I, from Elk Grove to uh, San Francisco, if we take the Golden Gate Bridge, it cuts like 20 minutes from our from our commute. Uh, however, we got to pay like $15 to get across the motherfucker. Um, but if we take the Bay Bridge, it's like two bucks, three bucks, something like that. And we just have to spend another 20 minute drive. Yeah. Uh, most people take the Bay Bridge. Most people do, and sometimes like at a certain points of the day, their toll their tolls are are off, so you can just get across for free. Um, I wouldn't know when the fuck those are because I've never gone across that bridge without having to pay a toll. But fuck toll roads! I hate toll roads so fucking much. Yeah, they're a pain in the ass. But uh, San Francisco is also one of the most expensive cities in the fucking country, so there's that. Oh, yeah. So anyway, you're at this Super Bowl party surrounded by a bunch of 49ers fans. Yeah, dude, it was rough. 
it was rough. Now, I'm not anywhere what you would call. You're not a hardcore fan. You're a casual viewer. Super you don't go up, casual. You don't like, go out of your way to watch a game, but if you were somewhere and a game is on, you will sit down and watch it. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Like I just don't I I just don't watch it out of my own volition. I just I I hang out with people and if they're watching it that's like you said. Um I've been to a Raider game. I've been to tons of fucking basketball games and and baseball games. I want to go um, to the Raiders game so bad. Well, now you gotta do it in Vegas. Uh, no, no, I'm never gonna go out that far for a fucking game. If I'm gonna go catch one, it's gonna be when they play like Cincinnati or Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I, I got you. I was making a because because that's only like four and five hour drives for me from where I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is turning into an uninhibited. Um, it really is. We promise we're gonna talk about shit. Yeah, we'll get there in a minute, but. Uh, yeah, it was just, it, it got real rough. Like the game was great. We had a lot of fun. We, we agreed to take a shot after every 49 touchdown. So it was two shots of tequila. Um, we took one before the game too, like a, like a preempt old, uh, and then there was like, I got drunk enough to the point where I was, I, I was sitting there going and saying superstitions, like certain people couldn't move from certain spots and they had to sit in a different spot. Everyone had to have a Pacifico. Like it was ridiculous. But it's fun at the same time. It's stupid, silly fun that doesn't make sense, and you just kind of go with it. But uh, the second, like, we were watching that last quarter. The second, the second half, really. But uh, Well, hell, fun. I mean, it was tied at 10, and then at the end of the third quarter, it was 20 to 10, and San Francisco looked like they were in control. And a few people were like, man, it looks like the Niners are going to win. I was like, Ah, slow your roll there. Kansas City, uh, as a Raiders fan, I've watched them play it all year long. They have one incredibly insane explosive offense and can come from down 10 to up 14 in the span it, of yeah. four or five minutes. I that's exactly what happened. In the playoffs alone, I literally watched them play two different games where they did that. Yeah. like it was, And, and that's not including the Super Bowl. So... Yeah, I was really worried about that last quarter, but and I mean, and what, like what happened? It's exactly what happened. And the Raiders or the Niners, sorry, the Niners just fucking phoned it in the fourth quarter. It felt like. Um. Anyway, the the point I'm getting at is that 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 final interception, that that uh, almost said Alex mm-hmm. Smith. I almost said Alex Smith. Uh, that that Garoppolo threw. Garoppolo, yeah. Uh. You could have heard a pin drop. It got so quiet in that house. <laughs> It was bad, and I heard my buddy Andy like run outside, and he just started screaming "fuck." Um, I then heard him yelling "fuck" in various parts of the house. Other people, like one guy, just left. He just went. He just got up, and he was like, "All right, guys, I'll talk to you later," and just left, straight up. Uh, it was bad because you got to keep in mind most of the people there are hardcore Niner fans. Mm-hmm. Watching every game of every uh, every week and following the team hardcore and buying all sorts of gear and just like i was like oh this is this is ugly uh, and uh, you know they had like the best record in the league you know they only lost like three fucking games yeah yeah uh, it was dude it was a bad loss like there's no way around it that was a bad loss a real bad loss it's not just losing at the super bowl loss it's losing that season loss Losing a double-digit lead 
with, you know, 15 minutes to go, you're up by 10. You're thinking clock management, we should be able to control this. You know, uh uh-uh, that was boom. And you go from up 2010 to losing 3120. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. But yeah, that's, I experienced that on Sunday. That was fun. (laughs) By fun, I mean, it was, it was fun. It was fun until the last. It was fun for the first three quarters, right? Well, the the crazy part is we were all talking about how like win or lose, we're gonna hang out, still drink, and have some fun and play some Jackbox, and that did not shit. That uh, that did not happen. We everyone fuck like people left, and then like I went out to the garage, talked to my buddy Chris for a little bit, then called my mom, went inside the house, looked at my phone. It was nine thirty, and people were passed out. Andy had like passed out on the stairs with a hug and a hug and a garbage can. People were passed out on the couch. Like the night was done after that game. Yeah, it was it was really bad. Like I I mean it was a little bit better than 2012 or 2014. Uh because I was friends with Andy then too. And I was at his house when there was a shit ton of Niner fans. Mm-hmm. I watched Andy oh, destroy when- an entire kid's like his his daughter's like castle they got for christmas i watched him destroy that <laughs> he was that Jesus. mad uh, they, they, Christ, they, it's they just bought another football. one they bought another one it's just football don't get me wrong i'm a diehard raiders fan you know college basketball i'm a diehard north carolina tar heels fan uh you know i just what do you think about if uh if uh tom brady is it tom brady no no fuck that i will not nope <laughs> no. Uh, there's a commercial. There was a commercial no. in the Super Bowl with him, and somebody in the group that we were with was like, "He's definitely going to the Las Vegas Raiders." And I just that thought of that and how much it's going to make you guys implode is hilarious to me. <laughs> no, nobody wants him. The team, the fans do not want him. By law, as a Raider fan, oh, I'm aware. As I'm a well card, aware. as a card carrying member of Raider Nation, you are required by law to one say "fuck Tom Brady," tuck rule. You, I'm, I'm you, well you aware. Forever and required to hate Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. I hate that little diva cunt. Fuck him. <laughs> Now, I do not deny his talent. He is the greatest fucking quarterback to ever fucking suit up and play the game. But fuck him, that little diva cunt. You have to keep in mind. You have to keep in mind, Josh. And I know I've said it on this podcast and I've said it on a stream. My entire family, other than my sister, are Raider fans. Oh, I know. I didn't didn't live with my sister for most of my, like, teenage years. It was... Mm -hmm. My brothers and my my parents, who are diehard Raider fans, oh, yeah. I know full well about the Tuck thing, the Tuck rule situation. I know full well on on the rivalry between the Patriots, the Broncos, the Chiefs. I am I am well aware. So, anytime a player is going to get drafted from one of those teams to the Raiders, it's like it's blasphemy, straight the fuck up, dude. I don't I don't care. You take anybody, I wouldn't care. I would not care anybody but Brady. Anybody but Brady. 
There are two things that I despise in the sports world. One is Tom Brady and the other one's the New York Yankees. And I got two toilets in my house and guess what they're fucking named? New York Yankees and Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's so funny for me. Oh my God. Okay. Before we continue, we need to move on to the shows because I don't have a whole lot of time. But can we talk about how fucking awful Baby Nut is? I mean, God. 90% of all the commercials I saw that night were fucking bad. I, I haven't watched there were only There were only like two or three that were like, eh, it wasn't bad. I was um, too drunk and, and belligerent and loud to remember like most of them. I saw the Baby Nut one and a few like early ones, and that was it. The the Bill Murray Groundhog's Day one for Jeep was a good one. I, I have uh, not seen that one. I have no idea. I just I just like seeing Bill Murray fucking tooling around with a groundhog and fucking off and doing different shit because I love that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll you know we'll talk about. We'll, I'll, I'll watch more of those commercials and we'll we'll do a little thing. You, for you, 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 no, no, I don't care to watch them again. You don't really need to watch them. No, no, no. I, I said I will watch them. You don't have to watch shit. Uh, but we'll talk about we'll talk about like the good ones and the uninhibited. There were like um, three. All right, fine. We'll talk about those three then. Uh, I don't wanna. But I also like talking about the bad ones. So there's that. Anywho, um, let's go and talk about the shows that people came here to see, guys. If you're new to the podcast, what you just heard was actually like a mini uninhibited, where Josh and I just shoot the shit for an hour. This is not one of those episodes. This is even though we're episode. 28 minutes in. So yeah, yeah. no kidding. Uh, it's almost at this point where uninhibited is almost more fun for us. Than the regular it really, it really is though. <laughs> it really is. I look forward to it. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I like doing this, but man, it's almost to the point where I'm just like, Hey, our, like, should we just change? Un- <laughs> anyway, I'm not opposed. I, I, but... we'll, we'll, we'll talk about more of that later, but like off, off. It it depends on what people suggest. Exactly, people, exactly. I'm not going to say, ah, fuck it, we're changing formats because it's just more fun. No, I mean, if listeners really enjoy hearing these episodes too, then of course, by far, we'll keep doing these. But anyway. Well, the whole um, point of this was I wanted, to, I wanted to watch shows on Netflix and talk to a friend about exactly. them. Exactly. So yeah. that's kind of what I still want to do. But uh, so anyway. Yeah, yeah. What we do here, we watch two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform like Netflix. Uh, uh, Amazon Prime, YouTube Premium, of maybe Hulu eventually, uh, and no. we, uh, we, Tuck Hulu. <laughs> we give sucks. our thoughts, we give our thoughts and impressions on it, and we give it a grade at the end. Uh, today's mm-hmm. episode, we're going to be talking about Marriage Story, which is up for an Os- uh, a few Oscars, and mm-hmm. um, uh, Another Life, which is a sci-fi show starring uh, Katie Sackoff. Katie Sackoff. I want to say Carrie Russell, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> That's not right at all. Uh, yeah, Katie Sackhoff, who, if, if you don't know, she she kind of, uh, her big breakout role was Starbuck on the uh, Battlestar Galactica remake. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, let's get right into that. Josh, which one would you like to talk about first? Which one would you want to? It really doesn't matter. Interesting. Okay, I thought it would. Uh, well, let's get, you know what? I think we're going to have a more entertaining conversation with marriage story uh, because we did a little bit of communicating via discord about marriage story. <laughs> and uh, 
Josh, would you just like to kind of nip that one in the bud real quick and, th- and say your quick thought on that? Fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I love Scarlett uh, Johansson. Love Adam Driver. And I will say this. Their performances, what they were told to do in this movie, were spot on. Perfect what they should be. I hated the fucking story to this movie. I hated this marriage story because let's be fair. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you. It should be called divorce story. Um, It's not fucking good to me. I didn't find it to be an entertaining story at all. I was not emotionally invested in the characters. They're both flawed and are absolutely not good people for each other. They're clearly not good for each other as a couple. And just the bullshit and the mudslinging and the just the stuff that comes out during the divorce. I was just like, I don't like this. I don't want to. I don't like seeing a story about this. I don't give a fuck about this. I could not get invested in the movie, and I just hated everything about it. See, that's and and what you're saying right there is exactly what the movie is. It is a character study story. Um, it and normally I enjoy a character study. I just didn't like this aspect of one. See, I I did enjoy it, but not a lot. Like, I didn't love it or anything like that. I just kind of was like, I was like, I wonder where this is going to go. And it was very much, it had that indie movie f- ending sort of thing where it's like, did it really end? No. Like, not really. And no. I, I, I get why. Like, it was telling a part of these characters' lives. And, I wish they had um, picked a more entertaining part. <laughs> there's two things about this movie that I despise. I hate monologues. I don't know if I've ever expressed that. I hate monologues. Absolutely Mono- fucking hate them. Guess what the first eight minutes are. Oh, it's yeah. It's it's not just it's that. There's there's a monologues. There's a moment in the movie that I just I, I looked at and I was like, this is absolutely unnecessary. This is 100 percent unnecessary. And it was when uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson is talking to Laura Dern, her lawyer, for the first time. And she has like a fucking 10 minute monologue, maybe longer than that. And I'm just sitting there going, is Laura Dern okay with this? Cause Laura's not acting. She's just a, a set piece. Acting to me is, is bouncing back and forth with another person kind of playing a little bit of improv in your head going, how are they reacting? I need to react to that sort of thing. That's acting. A monologue is not acting. Monologue is memorizing your lines. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I just, so it was, there uh, there was more shit that I didn't care about. I just well, you said you said you didn't like the characters, and I totally actually agree with you on that. I think both characters are very frustrating to me. They're both narcissistic. They're oh, they're wow. they're needy. They're they're selfish. Um, I couldn't stand them. But I've watched a shit ton of movies and stories where the main characters I couldn't stand, and that's kind of the point. That is 100% kind of the point. Um, I don't think for a second that we are supposed to like either one of them. Um, I think it's entirely the idea, the idea of watching these two specific characters um, is to... It's to showcase how... 
people like this would not work in a relationship. If the idea is is if it were written by a psychologist. It was this as if they, it was written by a pretentious fucking douchebag. No psychologist. I'm sorry. This was. Look at their careers. I'm just like, okay. Their circles of friends and how they carry themselves. It's just like, this is a world that I do not like and could not relate to anyone in this film. And it just. Can I, pulled can me I, right. be, can I tell you something funny? Go ahead. The main characters in this are arguably the exact same characters in Marvelous Miss Maisel. The difference is, is that the characters of Marvelous Miss Maisel are likable. Exactly. Exactly. That's but why. That's, you, that's why character, you can you can write a pretentious character and have them be likable. I don't think it was done in this. Um. Yes and no. Uh, I think that I think that the goal was to make them unlikable. I think the goal at the end of the day was to make them uh, borderline alien to most of the people that are going to watch it. But I also think that this movie is 100% an Oscar, like an Oscar movie. So we, I don't know if we've talked about this, but and you know this that there are movies that are intentionally made to win Oscars. Oh, this is yeah. one of them. This was one of them, 100%. Well. I don't think it's gonna. I mean, it might not. I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, we've been over this. Most Oscar movies aren't really that great to begin with, but no, no. But for the most part, they're usually enjoyable. Well, there's the one. Part. There's one movie at the Oscars that I've seen that I know that I enjoy, and that was Irishman. So there's that. I mean, yeah, it was good. It wasn't stellar, but it was good. It was solid. I would, I, yeah, I would rather watch Irishman than this movie again by a long shot. Dude, I'd watch the Irishman four times back to back again before I'd watch this for one, one time. <laughs> so I'll give you a hundred bucks to go and sit and watch Marriage Story again. It's like, nah, I don't need it that bad. I don't need that hundred. Yeah, which is, I don't want to watch that movie again. And it's like, nothing against the actors. Like I said, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson did their portrayals of what they were given and told to do. They were spot on because they are wonderful actors. Alan Alda, you know, he was he was, oh, he was, was great. Cool. Yeah, I liked yeah. I, I liked him. To you know, and fucking uh, Ray Liotta was in it for a bit. You know, all the actors they had quality actors in this. Well, that's what. That's uh, why I think they were me, just all written pretty much for the most part like pieces of fucking shits. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I think this movie also goes for a dark comedy angle, because um, there's a lot of moments in this that are actually kind of funny. I had uh, one. I had one audible chuckle, and that was. I don't even fucking remember. Okay. Uh, there were some moments in this that actually made me laugh. It was a lot of stuff to do with the kid. Like them just like Adam Trevor just getting annoyed, like to the point where he's just like, get in the fucking car. That kid was an asshole. <laughs> Shit was funny as all of it. And I'm uh, sorry, as a parent, there are, there are a lot of parents out there that will call their kid an asshole. Oh, I get uh, it. And I think it's totally fine. But you know, that whole thing, that, that whole part where they're like, okay, you can't say that you called your kid an asshole. It makes you look bad. 
because they're talking about the whole divorce and the court presentation and all that. Why not? Well, even though the kids are assholes and I've called my kids assholes, you just can't say it. Fuck it. I'm a firm believer. If your kid's an asshole, call them an asshole. Because if I think they're an asshole, I'm going to call them an asshole too. Well, that's the thing of this movie is that like the stuff that they were talking about is 100% true in divorces. Uh, oh, especially, yeah. I mean, like my dad's gone through a divorce. My mom went through a divorce. Like the shit that they were talking about is stuff I've heard both of them say. I've had really? friends go through divorces and like the shit that they were that Alan, Alan Aldo was telling him. I was like, yeah, this is unfortunately true. Like my dad, um, my sister, uh, who's my half sister, technically, um, she my dad didn't get custody of her until he until she was seven because the courts regardless of anything gave my sister's biological mom the uh uh custody just because she's the mom even though that's that's that way by default in every state yeah and And in, in virginia it's even worse man because you can prove that the mother is unfit and they will still give custody to the fucking mother. Yeah. Well, that's and that's the funny part about this this story is that I don't personally feel that either parent was unfit to take care of Henry. No, I no, think not at all. They were both fit. It was just like they're both assholes. They're <laughs> both <laughs> assholes, and they wanted to be nice to each other, and they let their lawyers turn them into even bigger <laughs> assholes in the whole thing. So. And, their lawyers were fucking assholes. Uh, just dude, I fucking. There's a there's a small thing in this movie. Well, not a small thing. It's actually the thing that's shown all the time about this movie. But uh, act when you're acting when you're when you're doing a scene with another person. One of the easiest things to do is to act angry. Um, yeah. You just it's it's really the easiest thing to fucking do. And when you're yelling and you're angry, you, you really like it's 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 just easy. It's just straight up easy. Like in in terms of just acting, like it, there's no subtlety to it. It's just full on. It's right there. It's a the whole thing. And uh, that scene, and this is more so outside the movie, but that scene is what's getting used by the uh, Academy to get them nominated to get that movie nominated. That scene Which- is what was sent to them. Which which scene? Well, they're they're inside uh, Adam Driver's character's apartment, and they're um, oh, they're when he tells her that he, okay, yeah, that scene, yeah. I mean, okay, that scene. Wall and told her that he wished he had fantasies about her getting hit by a car and dying. Okay, I've said no. worse. I, and my in the, point in is, the moment, you would say horrible shit because that's what an argument is, and anger is saying shit well that's my point is is, that's my problem with that scene is that it's not that impressive but no that's that's what everyone keeps saying is the best thing about them like is it though so you're showing showing the shittiest inner sides of two people yeah that's great acting that's a great scene that's well written powerful no fuck you it wasn't just wasn't sorry uh, um, other than that, actually, there's there's but other than that, dude, like there's a lot that I enjoyed about the movie. I, I really liked the dichotomy between um, like watching basically watching Ray Liotta and uh, uh, Laura Dern play awful fucking lawyers was entertaining to me. Um, watching 
watching uh, like like trying to look at this scenario these these people as uh narcissistic assholes trying to deal with what they're dealing with my the, the craziest part to me about this movie was that Adam Driver's character he has this like theater troupe in New York right and instead of like outsourcing a director and figuring out the financials correctly he's so adamant that he's the one that has to do it he can't take time I mean, away that, from that to do what he needs whole, to do that's the whole thing about his character he must have 100% control of everything um and he didn't see that and of course that's one of the main reasons why she files for divorce i i liked that like i know you didn't but i enjoyed that is what i'm getting at okay i just seeing that dichotomy yeah I, I get what you're saying. I just, uh, I just, there was no redeemable qualities about either of them, uh, to get me invested enough into giving a fuck. And I, I think we, we've talked about this a little bit in the past. Like when you play an RPG, Josh, like a video game that is an RPG, like let's say the Witcher or mass effect or some, or Skyrim, mm-hmm. the character that you create, do you make choices based on how you would make choices like you're role playing the character or do you create a character in your head and make choices for them i do both um like depending on the flow of the game generally i would play by my own moral compass okay uh but there are sometimes when i don't want to follow that morality and i will play just a total dick bag character to get that side of myself out and that's a way of releasing it and i'll do that let's say you're playing a game for the very first time an rpg for the very first time how do you play it do you go with your own moral compass or go with myself go with myself first and then like a replay would be dick bag sure okay uh, but I you see what I'm saying? I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the answer that I was actually looking for because most people are like you. Most people go with their own moral compass and their own decisions that they would do if they were that character. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been able to do that. Really? I've never been able to do that. I have to make a full-on character in my head and and play as that character. I have to create like a background for them in my head, and I have to go with that. So watching these characters, these two completely borderline irredeemable characters was totally okay with me. I heard this all the time that people watch movies that they go, I just couldn't associate myself with the character. I couldn't see any part of myself in that character. So I couldn't get into it. I've never had that problem. Oh no. Hey, I used to have horrible, horrible anger issues, especially when I was younger. So I absolutely saw the rage side, Uh, but doesn't make it good for me you know what i mean i'm just saying there's a lot of aspects about their lives that i can't relate to just pulls me out of it usually in something i can always find something to latch on to and it's they gotta have lockable qualities and as long as they have lockable qualities i can latch on to a character see that's that's what's funny these two were fucking scumbags see i don't i i don't have that same that same feeling like i can watch the biggest scumbag characters and be totally okay with it. Like I hear that all the time. Like people just go like, Oh, I just can't, I can't watch these two. They're awful. They're awful people. And again, I totally get where you're coming from. I, I understand. I see, but 
Well, I see enough ugliness in the world <laughs> just by scrolling through Facebook for five minutes and look at all these simple-minded people posting their vitriol and their hate. And I don't want to find it in my entertainment sometimes. For what it is, it's fine. I just personally didn't enjoy it. I'm not saying it was horribly yeah. directed. I'm not saying that it was horribly constructed. I hated the fucking story. Uh, from a movie standpoint, it's fine. It's a good, solid film. I just fucking hated the characters in the story. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I'm not. And again, I'm not judging you for how you feel. I'm just explaining why I think you and I are going to are going to see it differently. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. That's. That's really all I'm getting at, because I think that's fascinating. I think that's a good dichotomy between us when it comes to these shows and stuff. Like, oh, agreed. Uh, but let's go ahead and give it a grade. Yeah, the final thoughts in a grade, real quick, so that way we can uh, move on to the other show. All right, uh, uh, I'll go ahead and go first. Yep. Um, I'm gonna do this a little differently from a, from a movie standpoint. You know, it's a solid film. Uh, I'd give it a B. Okay. You know, there's there's nothing inherently wrong with score, cinematography, casting. From a story standpoint, my enjoyment and what I got out of the film, I'd give it a fucking D minus. So <laughs> if I were to compile those two together, I would give it a C, C minus. That's really interesting. It's, it's hard for me to separate it the movie from my dislike of the story so much from a movie side of things, you know, B story side. Oh, I hate it. And yeah, that's, that's me, man. It's a fucked up way to do it this time, but I can't do it any other way. That's fine. It's all right. I mean, if, like, it, it, if that's how you get to your final grade, it's fine by me. Uh, I'm, I'm 100% in, in the ballpark of a C. Uh, not a C plus, not a C minus, just a C. Just it's it's very average in my in my mind. It's uh, I think that it does a lot of very stereotypical like, hey, we're shooting for an Oscar here type shit, like the long ass monologues and the super over the top angry scenes that never cut. Like mm -hmm. I've 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 seen it all before, and I know what you guys are trying to do. I think that everyone in the movie does a fantastic job with their roles, and and never fucking breaks anything. I think that the Holy shit! They're they're all amazing actors, except for the kid, arguably. But um, well, yeah. Uh, but that's that. It's a kid. I'm not going to fault him too much. Uh, but, will his parents though? God, they're terrible people. Well, I don't know about real life parents, but no, um, I am totally. They suck. <laughs> they didn't push him hard enough to his potential at his age. <laughs> I mean, I'm totally kidding. I, Jesus Christ. I know, I know, I know you're, I know you're kidding. What I was going to say is that a lot of the time when an actor is not doing their job, right? It's a director's fault because a director should see that shit immediately and be able to oh, correct 100. them on like, right. Like in between takes, Absolutely. Um, uh, which they nail Adam driver's character in that regard. Cause he is a director who does that shit. But uh, I think, I think that stuff bothered me. I think that that very clear, obvious we're shooting for an Oscar shit bothered me. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I actually enjoyed everything else. I thought it was fun. I thought like you could cut fit 30 minutes out of that film and have the same story and it'd be fine. God, I wish they had. 
<laughs> I was I was an hour into it, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie is like two hours and sixteen minutes long. I've been watching for like two hours. Oh, it how feels. much was left? And then I look, and it's like fifty eight minutes in. I was like, What the fuck? Yeah, it feels super long. Oh, I didn't say that to you last night, but you know, I almost. You said, how long is it? And I said, two hours and 15 minutes. You said, that's not so bad. And I'll say, yeah, ask me again in an hour when you'll say, I'm three <laughs> hours in. When does this fucking end? I almost yeah. said that. Again, that's because they fucking go really hard on that, like, typical Oscar overacting shit. And I'm just like, uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I mean, if if you're looking for like a really over dramatic story about two narcissistic people going through a divorce, it's right up your alley. If not narcissistic, <laughs> pretentious assholes, right up your alley. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and move on to another life. Um, yeah. Uh, do you want to give a synopsis for this one? I, don't know I mean, I'm on. uh, well. It's set in the future. It's set on Earth. Um, they don't say how far in the future, but... No, no. It just says in the future. There's an anomaly from outer space that appeared in Earth's orbit. It plants a crystalline-type beacon into the ground. Humans are trying to figure out what it is, why it's been placed there, what's going to happen next. And they're trying to crack a code. Uh, and in the meantime, they send a team into space to go to the source of this object's origin. The best and least messy way to describe this. Yeah, it's, it, there's, there's two stories happening that do converge to an extent. And that's mm -hmm. the one on Earth with the beacon or the, the artifact, as they kept calling it. And then the one of the people in space on the on the space station. Yep. Uh, it's interesting. It's a very interesting story. The way that it's told. I remember when we did uh, Lost in Space here recently. I said I really want an adult version of that where the stakes are raised, where people will die. Um, and I got that for the most part. A little bit. Yeah, it felt that way in the first three episodes for sure, and then it kind of detracted from that. And then it kind of did not feel like that anymore after that third episode, did it? No, it did not. I, I, I told you, man. I was I was like, how far are you into this now? And you're like, oh, I'm three and a half episodes in. I was like, ooh, okay. I didn't want to say anything. I'd already finished it. I just The part that kind of fell off in that regard was like after the third episode and she wakes back up in the pod, but the whole thing is like in her head. That's what I was like. I was like, oh, I was really hoping for some real stakes. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't bad. Like, I didn't hate what they did. There were uh, certain things that were bad. There was absolutely some terrible in it. But overall, I found it interesting enough to keep me invested and watch it. And there is going to be a second season, and I'll watch it. But man, which I'm actually surprised it's getting a second season with how badly it got panned. Well, I, I looked at a few reviews after we were done and I, cause I wanted to see like what it was like collectively thought about and it's critics didn't really like it that much. I mean, it was liked well enough by fans that it's getting a second season, but 
Yeah, yeah. And realistically, now there were a couple of characters in it I absolutely fucking despised, and then the one, the the Michelle, fucking hated uh, her. Fucking hated her from her first scene. She was one of the. She was one of the three that went to mutiny in the beginning in the first episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And throughout she, she, that, throughout she, the series, her she, death was really gruesome. <laughs> her her death was death was really gruesome, but she was given a hero's death, and I feel that she did not earn a hero's death. She had no likable or redeemable qualities about her, and then all of a sudden, she's the hero saving every fucking body. It definitely was presented in a way that was like. Uh, I had big issue with that. Yeah, it was it was definitely presented in a way that was like her hero's death was was given because they wanted that that was her redemption that that was her full on redemption. But yeah, still didn't change anything. I mean, I don't disagree I don't, with you. I think I don't. I, I, I cut in life, cut in death. I mean. Hey, Rush Limbaugh's got cancer. Ooh, so fucking what? He's a piece of shit in life. He'll still be a piece of shit when he dies from cancer. I don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no one deserves cancer. No, I didn't say he deserved cancer. I'm just saying it doesn't make him not a piece of fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I have no sympathy for him because he is such a piece of shit. (laughs) And I I don't agree with that whole, oh, don't speak ill of the dead. Oh, no, I don't. No, I, I I'm sorry. An that. asshole is an asshole, and she was an asshole, and she died, and they gave her a hero's death, but she was still an asshole. Yeah. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying is they meant for it to be like her redemption. Yeah. And I just it, kept thinking like, I just kept it, thinking like, wh- like why? Why did she deserve that? What she, did she do she, that to change her character? Yeah, she didn't do anything to change her character at all. She was a garbage piece of fucking shit. Literally, she got yelled at for being a piece of shit, and then went. Well, guess I gotta die now, and it was like, oh, okay. There were there were a few other moments in this in on this ship that bothered the fuck out of me. Like, mm-hmm. why the whole why drug your, rave? Oh, fucking! Why is hated your fucking that. fat guy? Why is your fat guy still awake? He has fucked up three times. Put his ass to sleep. No, they couldn't. Because they could not reinduce the fucking Soma state of sleep because it was offline. It wasn't working properly. They couldn't put people under once they brought them out. Oh, that was the that. issue. So, yeah, he kept fucking up. But literally two of the times that he fucked up, simple tiny fuck ups that turned out to be huge issues, but weren't really because of his incompetence or anything. They just fucking happened. Yeah. Well, I'd argue against that. Like, why are you bringing an alien fucking plant on board regardless? Like, well, yeah, that part. Well, I mean, because his leg was hurting. And apparently that was some good natural plant that made the pain go away. I love how in this future there was no medicine or anything on board that could have helped with <laughs> Nothing. I was like, okay, that's a that's a bit of a leap of logic there, but okay. Yeah, uh, you know, they had they had shots, they had shot cocktails for all kinds of things, but no aspirin, no Tylenol. I mean, come on, it was, it was a bit much. Uh, there, there's the 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 science in this takes a leap of faith. Uh takes three or four leaps of faith with an amputated leg. 
Yeah. Let me tell you how far I'm jumping with an amputated leg. The stuff that was more interesting in this show was what was happening on Earth than on the yes. spaceship. And I'm, a big, really I, I'm a big fan of Justin Chatwin anyway, the guy that played Eric, the scientist who was heading up trying to decode that. You know what's really funny is I couldn't figure out where I recognized him. I was like, where Chat- the fuck do I know him from? Where? I don't... <laughs> the Dragon Ball Z... Uh, Dragon Ball Evolution is what the movie's called. Okay. My first exposure to him was on Shameless on Showtime. That's absolutely like my favorite show in the world. I love that fucking show. Really? Love that fucking show. Interesting. I watched maybe the first three seasons and that was it. Oh, it's it's great. And then the uh, show the show's like mo- like method of telling stories never changed. And I went, eh, I can see where the every scene's going to go. And I just kind of moved on. No, they, they, there was some definite big shit happen and big changes happen. I'm not uh, saying that big changes didn't happen, but the whole premise of the show is that these characters are, we're getting off topic here, but the, the, the point of the character, like the, 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 the well, how the characters react to things and the, the problems that arise and how they handle them and, and what they go through. It isn't really that different from the last episode. Like I got bored with it is all I'm saying. Like, I just kind of was like, okay, I see, I see what's going to happen. I, I was predicting things as they were happening and just got bored with it. So that's cool. Um, but yeah, that's where I recognized him from. That's I mean, that's, I, that's, what, that's how I knew him. Yeah. Uh, I'd never seen Katie Sackhoff in anything except for that R rated gritty 10 minute power ranger short film that, was done a few years ago. Oh, by the guy who did uh, uh, Castlevania on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that same guy. Uh, yeah. Fucking, uh, I could tell you his name. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Well, shit. That's funny. Uh, uh, because I watch it, some things on his YouTube channel from time to time. Right, right. And it begins with an A. Now, yeah, when I'm watching YouTube on my PlayStation or my Roku, it's in alphabetical order, my sub list. But guess what? It's not on my PC. It's in <laughs> uh, Adi Shankar. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Adi Shankar. Um, anyway, the, the point I was getting at about like his character on Earth was it was really fascinating to see him deal with the reporter and stuff like that, even though the reporter, the actress playing her was fucking awful. Uh, oh, you don't you don't like Selma Blair? Uh, it's it's no. Uh, just about everything I've seen her in, uh, she she can't act, or the or her method of acting drives me fucking nuts. There you go. I can see that because she doesn't really change it up much. It's she's pretty much the same thing every time no matter what role she's playing she's always giving it to you the same way yeah uh it and it's not just that dude like she just she has a staleness with her with her like how she presents lines and 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 uh emotion and i'm just uh, i've never seen her in anything that i've really liked but anyway uh, uh, you know i actually wonder if it's because where she has ms i wonder if <laughs> No, I'm saying this not to be a dick. I'm genuinely well, I thought curious. I thought you were being a dick I, to me. No. 
No. But you're just, you're uh, just like, uh, oh, you're an legit, asshole. For... <laughs> legit, legit curious if that has any effect on her ability, like physically, because that is a very physical uh, anguish, uh, physically uh, ravaging, rav- ravaging disease on your musculature and stuff. And I know it takes a mental toll as well. Maybe it's just maybe she can't present in a new way anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying it to be an asshole. I'm just curious, but I'm also talking about roles that she's done before the like before the MS. Well, we don't know how long she's had it either, but I mean, I kind of feel, I just don't think she's a very good actress. That's all. Like it just doesn't matter. I don't think she's going to be winning any Academy Awards. No, Um, (laughs) but I don't hate her. Uh, I don't hate her either. I just don't, I don't want to like, I don't, she doesn't inspire. Uh, to me, she doesn't inspire this like attitude that I think she should be like, I, mm-hmm. she never came across to me as like this asshole reporter that was willing to do anything for a story. Yeah. They presented that as in like, he, rep- he kind of responded to her that way. So yeah. I picked that up, but mm-hmm. I never got that feeling from her. No, and especially the series kind of opens up on her, and she's not presented that way either. Yeah. So, but all of a sudden, she's like, "Oh, and every uh, so convenient whenever she meets anybody new. Oh, I don't think you want to do this because you know I've got two hundred and fifty million followers. All right, shut the fuck up, influencer. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, yeah. The, the, the scene in the bar with the trivia drove me nuts. Absolutely yeah. drove me nuts. I did not yeah. like that scene at all, but. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not a bad sci-fi show. I think, like Josh, like you said, like it definitely you have to take a leap of faith with it because it is uh, it's 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 sci-fi is like it's inter- it's it's entertaining. It's not terrible. It's entertaining, but you know, it's it's not going to bring home. Uh, here we go again. It's not going to bring home any Nobel prizes for its scientific accuracy. Right. Um. But it was it was fun. I just didn't like certain aspects of the show. It could have been been two episodes shorter. Uh, When they uh, conveniently enough, when they get to the alien planet that they thought was the home planet of this race, um, the only surviving aliens on it also called the same crystalline structure an artifact. Oddly enough, even though it's many light years away from Earth and they don't speak English, they happen to have the same word for it. What the fuck is that all about? Come on now. I think that was just consistency via script. Quite literally, like, quite literally not even trying to like uh, give it a different name. I mean, yeah. That's just that's that, that's how a little detail like that is just a just a simple piece of lazy writing. That can pull you out. And I'm not saying that the writing on the show is bad. I'm saying it's just little fine details like that, that you should think about. Switch it up. What do you mean? What, is, what, are, you, what are you calling the Florsbergen? Oh, that thing. Oh, we call it the artifact. You call it the Florsbergen. Okay. You know what I mean? I think in that same vein, I think in that same vein, uh, uh, the... 
the only reason it was called Artifact was because whatever the fucking alien race called it, the translator just went, oh, the humans might call it an artifact. I don't think it was a direct translation artifact. Yeah, it's possible. Who knows? Um, But uh, there's just a lot of... Like, it, it, it feels like they weren't sure if they wanted to go complicated sci-fi or simple sci-fi. And there's a lot of times you're just like, can you make up your mind, show, please? Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. because there are... Ooh. I was like, just... how... There, there, are, there are some legit, like, complicated kind of things. Like, oh, okay. And then there are some things you're like, oh, well, that's a little on the nose or a little... Like really missing... Easy missing an entire moon on the other side of the planet. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. At all. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it must've been, you know, my scans. I'm sorry. Sorry that no. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It was just little things like that that I was like, all right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> but I mean it's not like again, it's it's weird. We're kinda we're kinda shitting on it, but I don't I never felt that way. Like I never it, felt like it was a bad show. I always felt like No, no. I it's wanted a to fun, continue. It's it. a fun show. I was entertained for the most part. There were a couple of moments I hated, like the whole high millennial dance rave was fucking stupid. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> I hated the fact, oh, we got to use a bunch of 20-somethings because, you know, it's going to give edge and attitude uh, and try to justify it for an age reason, yet your captain is, like, in clearly 40, 40-something, 40 you know, but everybody else was, like, early to mid-20s at tops. I'm like, come on. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. dumb. It was really funny to me that, that they like had people on that ship that were in space as experts in their field. Oop, this one's still in college. It's like, huh? What the fuck? Yeah, an expert in a field, they're gonna have to, you know, to, to become a an expert at anything. The you know, the old saying is it requires ten thousand hours of practice and progression to become an expert in anything. But yet these are kids who are still in college, 22, 23, 24 years old. I'm like, you know, it takes eight, eight to 10 years to get a PhD. And they're going to have more expertise than a college age student. I'm sorry. That just took me out of it. I thought that was dumb. Yeah. But it's some of the characters, some of the characters were enjoyable. Some of them I was indifferent towards. Some absolutely fucking despised, like the one that pretty much melted due to all the particles um, from I, the see, fusion reactor. And it's really funny you say that because I don't, I didn't hate her like you hated her. Like I, I knew that the show wanted me to hate her and wanted me to dislike her because she went against the characters that we were supposed to like and all that kind of shit. But I think no, it wasn't that. She was just a cunt. Like front first fucking scene she was in, she came across as a cunty fucking bitch. 
I agree with you. And my, the, my point is, is they wanted you to feel that way. What oh, okay. I, my problem is, my problem is, is that why they decided to give her, like you said, that heroes. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, yeah, death, about, like it's about her never changed. She was never likable. And then does that. Oh, that's her redemption. It's like, sorry, she didn't earn it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my only problem with that whole situation with her character. Like I don't mind the character on the ship who's a bitch and, and, or, or an asshole or what the fuck ever you want to call him, who, who kind of causes problems because of their defiance. Like no yeah. issues with that kind of character at all. What I have no. an issue with is like, why did you make the character who was the, 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 the guy on the ship because of a political fucking stunt? Why did you make him the bad guy? Not her. Because she would have been the perfect foil as the villain because you already had such extreme dislike for her. He was just a happy-go-lucky dumb fuck who she happened to be sleeping with. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like that. He, the, my point is I didn't like that he was the one. I did not like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it could have been better, but there's a lot of the show I thought could have been better. Yeah. But, but it could have been a lot fucking worse too. It really could have. It really could have. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll watch season two when it comes out. I mean, this came out in July of last year, so it took us about seven months to get around to watching this because, I mean, there wasn't a lot on the radar right now. A lot of things, you know, it's kind of a dry time. But hey, a few weeks, new altered carbon. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's it a way better sci-fi show. Uh. Well, why don't we give our final thoughts and, and grade on this show, Josh? Yeah. Um, well, you go first since I went first last time. Uh, this show gets a B minus for me. I think B that minus. It, yeah, B minus. It 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 does a lot of things well and almost just as many as they as it does badly. Um, but it's it the story like the path it takes is actually kind of enjoyable. I want to know more about the uh, yes. the um, Archaia or whatever the fuck they're called. Like, I want to know more about them. I want to know. I want to see. I want to see the earthlings go to other planets and build this army via different alien races that have been affected by the Akaya. I want to, uh, uh, I want to understand like what the fuck's happening back on earth. Like, will they get back there and will it be in ruins or like, there's little things like that that I'm interested in to go back to, but like, good Lord, like please write a better script, quit doing cliche shit. Like that, that's my real only problem. Mm -hmm. Like you have a lot of cliche sci-fi stuff that I don't think is really that much fun to watch. So, uh, move past that. And I think we're great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I will. I I do want to say this, that fucking virus that they were infected with and how it like triggered different symptoms based on their genetics and physiology and how it affected them all differently. Like one fucking started having um the epileptic seizures um you know the boron based life form yeah the boron based virus and that was the coolest effect her death was the coolest effect of the that was badass like her whole central nervous system just ripping itself out through a fucking like cyst on her spine and then it's just like wiggling and crawling around for a minute until it died it was i was like that was fucking cool that was heavy metal, but yeah, but, yeah, not, yeah. but not heavy metal two thousand. <laughs> no, because that movie fucking sucks. Um, it, it was bad. <laughs> uh, well, what's your what's your? Uh, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a C. 
I mean, okay. it was average. It was average. There were some really enjoyable moments. There were some really loathable moments. But I think the good did outweigh the bad. And it was a fun storyline and entertaining enough to keep me engaged. Uh, the effects were really fucking good. Uh, and the acting, you know, for the most part was pretty decent. Um, for most, not everybody. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible. It's there. It's fine. It's a C. Uh, you can always tell if there's a director that knows exactly how to uh, uh, get a get a kid to give a performance the way that that you know he you know he wants to or they want to or she wants to, and I gotta say the both directors for Marriage Story and Another Life do not they do not know how to get kids to act correctly. Well, it was also multiple directors on on uh, Another Life too, so that's fair. Out of the ten episodes, I think they had like four or five different directors. It just uh, she she just had a lot of stiff lines. She's just like, I don't know what's happening, and I'm like, uh huh. Anyway, back to what's happening with the adults. Yeah. Um. If I well, wanna, guys, if I want to watch entertaining movies with a lot of kid actors, I'm going to watch the Harry Potter movies. That's fair. I think there's a, there's a lot of great movies and TV shows with child kid actors that the director knows how to let me fucking trade. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Watch it. Chapter one and two for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah. There's a ton of movies like that. It's just, these were not two of them just straight up. Not at all. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, guys, we're going to need to wrap it up there. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the beginning, probably a lot of filler. We spent 28 minutes talking about, just crazy other things, flooding shoulders. Um, you know, yeah, we, uh, we just wanted to shoot the shit and it was fun. That, that's what we do sometimes, but <laughs> Hey, what are we going to be watching for the next review episode that will drop on the 21st Greg? Uh, we're going to be watching two shows that I'm pulling up right now on my phone because I forgot to have it open when you said that. And they are lock and key which is a new show that comes out the same day that this releases. Uh, it's uh, based on a comic book series, I think, published by Dark Horse? I think it is. I read most of the comic when it was brand new a long time ago, and I really didn't like where the comic went. But I remember kind of liking the premise. And if this show does basically the same thing that... Uh, what was the other one that we watched recently for this podcast, Josh? Uh, Umbrella Academy. If this if this show does what Umbrella Academy did via the comic, I'm probably going to like the show more. Um, yeah, I I remember how much I really loved Umbrella Academy, and then I read the first trade, and I was like, yeah, love the show. <laughs> yeah, that that comic is rough. I mean, uh, I've not read the entire series, but after the first trade, I didn't want to read the rest. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, uh, anyway, but, but yeah, so we're going to watch Lock and Key. I'm actually looking forward to it. Uh, Josh seemed impartial, but interested. Um, and then we're going to watch, uh, watch the movie Eli, which is a horror movie. 
I don't know, man. It's, you shouldn't call kids whores. It's not what I said, sir. That is not what came out of my mouth. Why do you make me sound like a monster? Like I'm a because I'm the I'm literally the fucking worst. <laughs> you are. You make me sound like. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not finishing that joke. That's just gonna. It's gonna come back to haunt me. It's gonna be a problem. Anywho, guys. So yeah, go watch Eli. Uh, go watch Lock and Key and join us in two weeks when we talk about that. Join us next week when we do another episode of Uninhibited where uh, we won't be uninhibited by having to talk about Netflix shows. We'll just be able to shoot the shit for a while. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about some uh, some Super Bowl stuff. Go more nah, in depth on that. We won't. We won't? It's, old, it's old news. Is it old news? Yeah, it's old news. It happened days ago. We'll see. People will be in outrage and fucking throwing a fit about something else by then. Three oh, or four more things by then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never really want to talk about politics on this show. So no, no, hell, fuck no. <laughs> but I'm sure you can gather that I'm pretty um, progressive slash liberal. We've we've said things on this podcast that should indicate that to any listener, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, hell, I was talking about what Rush Limbaugh, a piece of shit, and I have no sympathy for him, right? Uh, you know, I don't, well, I, think, I don't, I don't think he deserves what he's got, but I'm not sad yeah. that he's got it. I think I'm politics, saying. I think politics right now is very stressful and very they uh, are in they your are. face constantly. So I want this podcast to be yeah, stressed, and it's so. It's like so extreme left, so extreme right. It's, you know. It's exhausting. It's it exhausting. is exhausting. And just seeing the the hate that people are posting, the things that, I mean, I've legit seen headlines and posts just scrolling through and see things. And it just makes me like, dude, I, I fucking... Like, I can't look at the internet anymore today. I'll leave. I'm just like, I'm going to go do anything else. That just is, I don't like seeing a lot of negativity like that. Um, I'm actually having a lot of, like, stress stress release fun by putting on, like, a stream on my laptop of just, like, bullshit. Just, like, something fun in the background mm-hmm. while I play fucking uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot slowly. There you go. Like I am taking my ever loving time with this game. I have put thirty hours into it so far over the course of the past two and a half weeks. I want to say, um, nice. and I, and I'm not even past like there's four sagas in the Dragon Ball Z storyline, and I'm in the middle of the third one. Oh, and like, cool. yeah, and I'm ta- and I've been taking my time with it. And I'm really fucking just I'm enjoying what it is. Nice, but uh, uh. That's been wonderful. Like, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, on a side note, I wanted to bring up, uh, when we started this podcast, when we first started it, we started it through um, uh, another group that I was a part of called Mission Start Podcast. Um, Anthony helped us get this thing off the ground, and he's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Well, over the past few months, uh, maybe more than a few months, probably the past year, I want to say, um, the Mission Start brand has kind of been falling apart uh, for a number of reasons that I'm not going to go into, but we have decided to end it. We've decided to end Mission Start to an extent. We want to keep the website open and running so that way all the articles that we ever wrote and all the little things are still there and they'll continue to be there. 
But as for the podcast, as for stuff going up on the on the Twitch, or uh, sorry, well, the Twitch is now Anthony's entirely. But the stuff going up on uh, the YouTube and whatnot, all that stuff is basically not happening anymore. Um, however, Anthony and I did talk about this, and we're going to have a podcast very soon, uh, kind of discussing about what uh, what happened. Um, oh, like and, one one final episode or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Mission Star podcast is dead. The website is more or less dead. The Twitch channel's dead. The YouTube channel's dead. Like Mission Start is done. Um, but this is also a vehicle to to allow each of us to kind of go our own way and do our and 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 support each other in different fashions. We 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 very quickly realized that uh, spending the past God fucking seven years trying to get mission start to work. It just wasn't going to, uh, we've tried and changed that podcast so many fucking ways and it just wasn't going to work. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that last podcast, go follow mission start podcast on Apple, on Apple, uh, basically wherever you get your podcast from. Cause I think it's also on Spotify and whatnot, but yeah, Anthony and I are just going to have a quick discussion about everything that happened and, and just kind of end it. Just call it quits there. And, and and Anthony and I do still want to do projects together, but it's it'll be more like a collaboration situation than anything. Yeah. Um. I, I what I what I want to do I want to do a special episode at some point in the future, Josh, where we have him on as a guest. But, oh fuck yeah! But the two shows either we have him on an, as an uninhibited, or we do a regular one where we review two two animes ex- specifically on. Netflix. Oh hell no, hell no! It'll be an uninhibited. <laughs> I will That's never right. ever. Right. I will, I'm eternally grateful for him allowing and helping us get our start, but I will never forgive him for Devilman Crybaby. <laughs> well, we also have the worst luck with anime on Netflix. Like, we really you? do. We really do. Like, I know there's good anime on Netflix. We just haven't fucking found it. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that's a whole thing. Like we we had a long discussion because I thought he wanted to keep it going, and so I was trying to think of new ways to keep it. And he just tends to be like, he's like, "Oh, I thought you were just wanted to end it." And I was like, "Oh, if that's what you want to do, I'm down." It's <laughs> like, I dude, yes, please. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we 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 tried a bunch of different things. Like the podcast originally was just like bring your own story and just have fun, and then it turned into this thing where it like. I, I felt I've, we were doing podcasts for like three fucking hours yeah. and it wasn't necessary. Like it just absolutely was not necessary. So I was like, we need more of a structure. And then that structure got changed. And I was just seven years of that, just constantly trying to figure it out and not working. And then we tried like Twitch projects and stuff. We tried doing the podcast live and it just isn't. An you know, I, I enjoyed the live, especially when you would do like, you know, the show and then like a little after show hangout. That was always fun, and I like doing that. And then, of course, it got to a point where it wasn't fun anymore. And I'm not going to go into any reasons why it wasn't fun for me anymore. But it wasn't fun yeah, for I'd a love, lot of people. Josh. It was, I would, I would, I would love to have Anthony on on an episode of Uninhibited. So definitely absolutely. reach out to him and let him know when he is free to do that. Yeah, I will. 
Uh, you know, last week when we had Matt Hurd on on Uninhibited, man, we got good. I've I've gotten good feedback from people on that. Has anybody reached out and talked to you about that episode? Or no, I mean, the, here's the thing, and it's going to sound really strange, but a lot of my personal friends don't listen to the type of podcast I do. You got shitty um, friends. It's not that they don't support the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was just kidding. I was just kidding. Uh, a, a lot of people through Half Empty listen to it, um, and I haven't yeah, really no, heard from them about it. That, and that's great that they do, and I'm appreciative of that. You know, um, especially since I'm because I'm so busy in the podcasting world now, I hardly ever get to watch a Half Empty stream anymore. Well, that's because, if they ever fucking stream. Well, that too. But when they do stream, it's Wednesdays and Fridays. I do a show. I do yeah. two shows one Wednesday, and then at least one show every Wednesday, and then sometimes two, and it's always during the hours of eight to midnight. And Friday, I've got the fucking live show that starts at nine. Uh, we do our pre-show and stuff, you know, eight thirty. So I never get to watch a half-empty stream anymore, and it sucks because I love the whole crew over at Half Empty. I love Brian and Brittany. I love Hutch. You know, it's just. Made some note, great friends, yeah. Through that side, I mean, hell, it's how me and you met. Yeah, I was just to say that. Yeah. Speaking of that, um, I uh, I want to do a uh, Jackbox stream this Saturday. This Saturday, um, yeah. What's this Saturday? The eighth. Yeah, I can make it happen. Okay, we need to schedule it. No, not schedule it. We need to advertise it this time. Well, <laughs> so go ahead and put an ad together. Go ahead and put an ad together tonight, and I'll start promoting it tomorrow as of the day we're recording this. Uh, you know, I'll be promoting it Friday and Saturday, and you can do the same. Yeah, yeah. Just. Yarp. Yeah, because we didn't do that at all last. Was it last? No, the, uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it was definitely not this last Saturday, because I was not home. Yeah. Um, But, uh, Anyway, we yeah, I wanna, I wanna, need I to get do, off of here. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, I just want to let hungry. you guys know about the mission start mission start situation because I know that we've talked about it in the past, and he he got us, you know, he kind of helped us get off the ground. So there's that. But yep. Um. Well, Josh, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone where they can find you? Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna do the whole the the show the stuff show. first. Yeah, show stuff <laughs> to me. Um, if you will look on whatever platform you're listening on you'll see a brief description of the episode underneath that episode description you'll see six links those are to our discord server which is a wonderful chat program that greg and i use to talk to each other on a daily basis pretty much uh and listeners uh we have you know we've got a small little uh discord server in there for the show and it's fun uh got really animated with the whole cold pizza thing uh you know from two <laughs> weeks ago a great episode that came out of that too uh there is our merchandise link and i'm going to be switching that up very soon uh i think i'm going to switch over from red bubble to teespring um but yeah we've got the uh facebook uh official facebook page where you can follow along get official updates and notices of the show any news you know going on with the show we'll post it through there primarily uh the discussions group that guess what i tried 
Oh, yeah, you did. You did make a post, and we had a few responses. We did. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. Try again. Uh, we need to try more. We need to try more. And you're better at bringing up topics and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I already have one for these two episodes. Okay, excellent. Uh, then, of course, there are the links to our Twitter and Instagram accounts. So follow all of those. And if you want to follow me, uh, you um, go by my regular name on Facebook. It's a public profile. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram accounts are linked to that profile. Uh, primarily, uh, I don't post a lot of things on my own personal page unless it's promoting this show or my daughter selling Girl Scout cookies or, you know, one of the other shows that I'm on. Uh, and if you want to follow me on other shows, I'm on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel on two different shows. One is every other Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That is a review show called Figabangin. And then on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, give or take a couple minutes here and there because it's hard for us to start on time some weeks because, you know, Rob works late and he's usually getting in the door like 10 minutes before we have to go on air and he's got to change. And Anyway, uh, that's MPSP Theater on Friday nights at 9 on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. That's all the places you can catch me. Uh, Greg, what about you, man? Uh, you can find me on any social media site uh, under Chub Rock Geek. I have a couple TikToks and a, and a, and a uh, one Byte up right now. If you want to follow me on Byte, it's all Chub Rock Geek. Um, if you go to my Twitch channel, which is uh, also Chub Rock Geek, that's where you'll find us playing Jackbox on Saturdays, which we're trying to get one going this weekend. Um, the... Uh, The other, oh God, I was trying to think of the other thing. Oh, that's right. If you want to listen to the last ever episode of Mission Star Podcast, go and follow that on any place you get your podcasts, and it'll be up eventually. Um, that's if you're interested. If not, I totally understand. Um, but uh, that's about it. Uh, yeah, guys, um, thank you for listening so much. Go watch Eli and uh, Lock, Lock and Key. key. And then join us in two weeks. Join us next week when we do another episode of Uninhibited. It's going to be a good time. It's always fun. We might have a guest. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. See what we can pull. Yeah. Um, like Josh said, follow us on on, on the, the, the Facebook discussion group and Discord. That's where we like to have our most of our conversations. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you guys again so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.